Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it is live on the 15th of October, finally. And let me tell you what happens. This is live radio, and this is what happens in live radio. Why don't we edit that out, Jared? How would that be? We'll just edit, and we'll start this. Yeah, let's do that. We'll start this over again. So you know how you have to reboot your computer once in a while when you do a, a, a computer uh, a batch of work, and you haven't turned it off and on for a while? You reboot. I had to reboot my Comrex unit, and thanks to Kelly Robinson, who must carry all the equipment in his brain with him 24 7 we called kelly and he said sounds to me like a reboot of your comrex unit neil and so reboot takes about uh, three or four minutes and and that was it all of a sudden the world unfolded before my eyes and there you were mr ms lister thank you for staying with me i hope you enjoyed the psas <laughs> so I hope you'll react to every one of them. We are here with the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour, which is now the Texas Lawn and Garden 44 Minutes, and I hope you'll give me a call. I hope there's still somebody out there. hope you didn't all tune over to football games. 888-256-1080. We are live. Let's see, how do I tell you that this is a live uh, day without telling you all the games and their scores? I don't want you to tune over there. You can watch and 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 listen to this program. That That works out well. It's a beautiful day. And I, I know how I can do that. It's a beautiful day in Texas. We are expecting a cold front coming through tonight. Probably, I haven't looked, but probably already is headed into the panhandle. And uh, significantly colder weather and maybe a little bit of rain. I would love to have rain at our house personally because we have incredible stickiness from the aphids, the yellow pecan aphids on our pecan trees, on everything that is anywhere near those pecan trees. Their first question of the day from North Zolch, Karen, what is causing the sticky substances on the trees? That that was being typed in by Jared just as I started talking about it, so I'll just leave the rest to her question. The phone number is 888-256-1080, 888-256-1080, and uh, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to get my first break out of the way, and I'll give the number a time or two more. And uh, we will get into the uh, into the discussion of your questions, my answers, very quickly. I'll try to do all things as punctually as I can because we start out uh, about eight minutes behind schedule. So again, if you'd like to call, I'd love to hear from you right now. Eight eight eight. I came in twenty minutes early today, and uh, get on the air ten minutes late. Eight 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 two five six. 1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour live on a beautiful Saturday. The remaining copies of the fifth printing of my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, will be sold within the next week. This is the last weekend that I will have this offer for you. Um, This is the fifth printing, and I'm just determined that we're going to get these out of here and be done with it. I have about 200 copies, 250 copies left, and uh, they're going to be sold. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 11 chapters that cover everything about landscapes, lawns, flower, fruit, and vegetable gardening for every county in the state of Texas. The uh, sixth printing is ready to go, and uh, it will have two paragraphs that this this, uh, printing uh, does not have. They will address uh, in no detail particularly other than acknowledging that it happened, the great winter freeze of February 2021. And uh, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. This one is a bargain for you because it's only $32.95, and uh, it is a hardback. It will help you. I guarantee your satisfaction with it. I'll refund every penny you spend on it. But you must 
act now. When the books are gone, the price goes up. It will not come back down to this because this is to close out the fifth printing. And this is the last weekend that I will have this special for you. Uh, So, I sign every copy as it sells. The book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. 75,000 copies sold to date, and I have not been asked to refund on any one of those copies. There are two ways that you can order. The safe way to do so is to order it online at my website, and that's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. You can read all about the book by going to the website right now, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. The other way is to call my office Monday morning after 9 o'clock. That's 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. There may be copies left at that point, and if there are, you can buy it at that point. But don't delay, because when the copies are gone, then the price goes up. Niels Frey's Lone Star Gardening. Get it, get it quickly. The 1930s were difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression, jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high. It was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Now here we are 90 years later, and the Mueller name is known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products understand what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in Texas. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and in parts of Texas, even snowstorms for years to come. That's a lot longer than a conventional roof. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's made by Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Visit MuellerInc.com. Learn more. Find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or you can stop by one of their 33 locations. They are Mueller. They are made in America, and they're made to last. Mueller, Inc., Dot com. I'll have more after this message. All right, so this is how it is. That's Kelly Robinson. That voice. This is a man of many talents. That's the guy who helped us a minute ago. Neil, why don't you reboot the Comrex unit? That's, and they said it about that quickly, about that calmly. Sounds like you need a reboot of the Comrex unit, Neil. <laughs> Very calm. That's, that's good. Um, I also need some calls, and I won't be quite as calm about that. We have Karen in North Sulch, but then we need you on the next line. We have three lines empty right now, probably because of my Comrex fiasco. Comrex unit is a thing about the size of your hands folded in prayer. It's a little thing that can cause a major disaster to a talk show. So there you go. And the phone number, if you'd like to call and get involved in my uh, chaos, is 888-256-1080. 888-256-1080. Karen, this is Neil. Good morning. Thank you for calling. How can I help you? Well, you answered my question about the, the sticky leaves. Well, it's it's you know, pecan. It's a yellow pecan aphid, and there must be millions of them on each of the pecan trees in Texas because all across this state they are uh, casting off their honeydew. It's not uh, it's not excrement. It's not pee. It's it's just it's honeydew. 
and they secrete it down onto the leaves. They drop it down onto the driveway, onto cars, onto the, onto the ground cover. We, we live in a pecan forest, and normally that sounds very romantic. Well, it is not romantic right now because when I head toward the house to go in, I look like I need, uh, you know, some kind of a, a, a power wash to get them off my I, yeah. I just take my shoes off and put them in a very thin layer of water in the sink and let them soak before I can scrub uh-huh. off the leaves. So I blow yeah. my drive twice a day to get the leaves out of the way. If it rains tonight, and in your case maybe tomorrow morning, that would be the best thing it could help because it's it's very easily water soluble. It'll dissolve and and wash off, and so will the aphids. But I am uh-huh. to my nostrils with this. I've been in Texas. Well, I grew up in Texas. I've never seen them like this. Never ever. Well, so you know, anyway. we we've always had sap on the on the cars. You know, this time of the year. But yeah. uh, my neighbor was showing me. You know, she said, "Look up there. It looks like it's the the leaves are actually wet." And oh, she has yeah. a, a a little dog, and she said, uh, you know, she comes in, and she has them stuck all over her fur, which she's never had before. Yeah. And um, so she said, she said, I looked it up, and she said, I think that's it. just what you said, something about the the the, the aphids and... and uh, honeydew. It's called honeydew. I'll be that dumb. Yeah. I'll be. Well, yeah, I have, a, I have a lot of slopes in my landscape. We live kind of on a hillside in the shade, and, and uh, so I use monkey grass. Mondo grass is my ground cover. Our dog, right. Zeus, is a short-haired uh, uh, hybrid of about nine breeds, a stray. Yeah. And uh, he, he loves to roll around in the... Uh, he's getting a bath tonight. <laughs> I'm really counting on the rain to, to clean up the monkey grass, but but he loves to roll around in the monkey grass and play with his ball and and uh, yeah. let him out of the garage. Well, he, I watched him a couple of days ago, and he was playing in the monkey grass, and he got up at the top of one of the little hills, and it was so slippery from this stuff. Even though it's sticky, it's still a little bit slippery, and he just slid down the hill upside down. Mm-hmm. It's awful. <laughs> it is just awful. Yeah, I, I feel your pain. It, there's, it's not yeah. going to hurt the trees. It's just causing them to lose their leaves maybe a couple weeks early. There is no mm-hmm. way that we need to spray for it. it couldn't have justified it uh, three weeks ago. It's just yeah. it's, it's it's just a bad year. Some years we have yeah, grasshoppers, so Karen. Some years we have uh, uh, we have crickets. Some years we have other things. This year it's it's yeah. Safe. It's mm-hmm. well. So when it when it rains, I mean, like you say, it, it's going to wash them off. It washed it off, and then it doesn't come back. The residue doesn't come back once it rains on it. It's gone. I, I think that will get rid of most of it. Now, one one precaution I would give you: you have some vertical surfaces that it may have gotten on like tree trunks and especially patio furniture and maybe even uh, patios and driveways, uh, you might want to get a, a trigger spray gun for the end of your hose or even a, a power washer and clean those surfaces up because sooty mold, the black mold, will grow in honeydew, yeah. and you want to get that stuff off uh, before it starts making everything black. So okay. that's that's okay. what I'm going to do once once this uh, this onset once the trees lose their leaves and this is over, but okay. uh, it can't happen fast yeah. enough. Bring on winter, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. So that's what uh, it is. Thing, well, appreciate you appreciate your time, and I ordered your book. And I'm looking forward to getting it. That a girl. Thank you so much. Take care. Yeah. Appreciate your call. Thank you. I appreciate her call more than she knows because that's the only call I've had so far. And uh, when you start 10 minutes behind because you have equipment failure, 
it may be hard to get uh, to get calls. Folks, need some calls. Won't you have mercy on a talk show guy who shows up at work with a migraine and it doesn't get any better than that? <laughs> that's the that's the high water mark for the day so far. 888-256-1080. 888-256-1080. And uh, love to hear from you. We broadcast live from Amarillo to Victoria, Corpus Christi, and from Alpine to Crockett. And a lot of uh, broadcasts through the Bryan College Station area. That's uh, where where uh, Karen hears us, I'm sure. And um, uh, so give us a call. Won't you please give me a call? I'd like to have a chance to help you with your uh, with your plants. Uh, let me tell you about my free electronic newsletter. I have written about the uh, honeydew and pecan aphids uh, in the last two issues of eGardens, especially issue before last, and it's on my website. You can see it. We leave the most recent issue of eGardens posted there. eGardens is free. It uh, it comes out on Thursday evenings, just a little after 6 p.m. There always are five stories. One of those stories is always a featured plant of the week. This past week, two days ago, it was pumpkins and gourds and the other, uh, well, actually the largest pumpkin in the United, in North America. And... Uh, then uh, always there is uh, the, uh, this, the, the column on gardening this weekend where I give you the assignments for what needs to be done right away this weekend. It's very timely. That's why I like to do it on Thursday so it can be extremely uh, time sensitive. Uh, there are a couple of other stories. For example, this time, Diane Sitton did a wonderful piece on the importance of rocking chairs in the garden. She does beautiful stories once a month for us. And uh, also... The Q&A section where I have really expanded that and I answer 10 or 12 questions that people have sent in. So that's what eGardens is all about. If you'd like to see it and then sign up for it, remember it's free, but I do have to get your email address. I will never, ever send you an email because you sign up for eGardens. You'll never get anything other than eGardens, nor will I ever give or sell your email address to anybody. Not at all. Not once. So you don't have to worry about any of that mess. You sign up for it at my website, neilsperry.com, and then that's where you buy my book also, and then click on the eGardens tab. That's where you can see the last four or five issues of eGardens and the issue before last. Let's see, last uh, uh, two nights ago was 13th, so it would have been the 6th, is the one where I did a big story on pecan aphids. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry. Dot com. I'll have more after these messages. Thank you, Kelly, and thank you to the three of you who have called. I'm really grateful. Let's go right to the phone lines. We'll go to Donald in Brenham, the beautiful city of Brenham in beautiful Washington County. How can I help you, Donald? Yes, sir. On my yard, uh, I have part Bermuda grass and part San Augustine grass, mm-hmm. and the San Augustine grass has died out. I don't know. I mean, we haven't had a lot of rain here at all, but I was told it could be possible to aerate them dead spots. Is that would that help? I don't think it'd make any difference at all, Donald. I'll guarantee you that compacted soil or thatch or whatever you, somebody might do uh, might aerate for. There's, that was really bad grammar. Forgive me for that. Uh, aeration is used to correct uh, uh, compacted soil like you'd have at the state fair after the fair is over, people walking on it. Or it's also mm-hmm. used to get rid of thatch, which is dead organic matter that is compacted. Aeration isn't going to make a 
a, a bit of difference on a St. Augustine lawn. Um, I think okay. probably, I think probably what, what has killed your St. Augustine would be my guess based on seeing probably thousands of lawns that have died this summer, uh, is chinch bugs. Chinch bugs arrived about the same time in Texas that the hot, dry weather did, and a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people, mistook the hot, dry weather, thinking that's what was killing their grass, when in reality it was the chinch bugs. Um, and, and the reason I can say that is that they would they would call me, and, and even my friends would have me stop by their house, and they'd say, look, my St. Augustine's dead. I'd say, yeah, isn't it funny that it's only dead out in the sun? And it didn't die over there in under the trees where it was just as dry. And see, I, I, I didn't notice that, but you're right. And the fact is that chinch bugs will not show up in the shade. They, they are only out in the hot, sunny parts of a yard. You can't check for chinch bugs this, at this time. It, they, they're already dormant. They're, they're done. But I'll bet you that's what it is. And aeration wouldn't help that at all. Probably, okay. if, if, if you don't have any green runners, you probably are going to have to um, uh, go back in with some new plugs or sod next spring. Uh, if you have healthy grass in part of your yard in, uh, let's see, in Washington County, you do this in March, you could dig some plugs maybe five inches by five inches and just checkerboard them in the dead area and let it cover back over. It's kind of a boring yeah, it, day's it, work, it, but you can it, do that. Like in my backyard, it's all right, you know, with the San Augustine grass, but just right. just the front here. All right. Front. All right. I kind of stepped out on thin ice. I'll I'll call my own bluff now and ask you, was this okay. in, in the sun? Was this in the sun? This is a... Was, it's it's in the sun, yes. It's in okay. the sun, yes. All right. Then I think it probably was chinch bugs, and I overheard the question, fertilizing isn't going to help it if it's dead. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you should fertilize to... you should fertilize St. Augustine, but that won't help this St. Augustine. You fertilize yeah, St. Augustine in in your area, you would fertilize St. Augustine in early April and early June early and early September, those three times. But it wouldn't do any good to fertilize it now. It's dead. No, I know it wouldn't. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm that glad you answered my question. I'm glad Thanks. you called. Have a good day in spite of it all. Thank you. Okay, let's see where we are. Let's go to John Paul in Huntsville. We're going to pretty parts of Texas. John Paul, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. You have a wonderful problem to call about, don't you? Oh, well, it's a stick problem, you know. <laughs> of a different kind. Yes, sir. I'm just, uh, it's, I live in a little, uh, a little house. It's kind of a pasture type grass, probably Bermuda or St. Augustine mix mm -hmm. in around, and uh, it's full of stickabers, and I need to find out how to get rid of them. Okay, I can help you. Um, they love your sandy soil. They love East Texas, and yes. uh, you can't, cannot deal with them once they're growing actively, and so you have to prevent them. That part can be done, and so... Timing is, is absolutely critical. Uh, there is a, a group of products called pre-emergent weed killers that you put on before the, the weed germinates. And in the case of grass burrs, they need to be applied about two weeks before. Uh, this, this gets kind of convoluted sounding. Two weeks yeah. before the average date of the last killing freeze in your area. 
Now, the last killing freeze in in your uh, area, I grew up in College Station, and it was about the 1st of March, 7th of March, somewhere right in there. And I think Huntsville's probably ever so gently warmer. So we're just going to say March 1st. So two weeks before that would be about the 20th of February, we'll say. So that would be your target date. Uh, I, I would suggest you ask at a farm supply store or hardware store or nursery, but I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm accurate there. I could, you can look it up uh, easily online. The average yes, date of the last killing freeze for your county, that, that would be the question you could ask on Google. And then back that up by two weeks. That would be the time to apply one of these three materials, either uh, uh, Dimension, D-I-M-E-N-S-I-O-N, or HALTS, H-A-L-T-S, or BALAN, B-A-L-A-N. They are similar materials. They all work the same way. It doesn't matter which one you use. Uh, I don't think any one of them is any more effective than the others. Uh, it's important, it's critical that you apply whichever one you choose before the, the grass burst germinate. Once they germinate, you're too late. Okay, so that's that's first application. You need a booster shot, second application, 90 days later. So let's assume that it is February 20, then your second application would be May 20. Okay. And that will give you a season-long control of grass burrs. Okay. All right, and I'm, I'm assuming those products are liquid? They're, they're granules. Thank you they're for granules. asking. They're granules, yeah. Yeah. Baylan okay. is likely to be at the farm supply stores. Dimension is likely to be at nurseries and hardware stores. And Holtz is likely to be at hardware stores and the national uh, big box stores. I'd love to have you shop at a local independent store just because I like independent local people. But anyway. Well, I always, always shop local, man. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Love to hear it. All right. Well, I appreciate your time, and uh, and I listen to your show quite often. Thank uh, you. Lots of great information. Wow. Thank you. Have a great day. Beautiful part of Texas. Take care. All right. Used to be a highlight for Neil when, when Dad would uh, say, let's go over toward Huntsville. Uh, we I grew up in College Station, and pines didn't grow there. It had to go about 30 miles east. And then, man, little guy, uh, eight or nine years old, enjoying horticulture already. Loved those trips to Conroe or Huntsville. That was a highlight. So our uh, McKinney North, I live in McKinney, McKinney North Bulldogs played Lufkin last night. That's a big district. Oh, my gosh, that's a long way, 206 miles apart. And I just thought about the times I got to go to Lufkin and see the, the big pine trees of East Texas, and just a highlight. That went into triple overtime. It was really a, and the Lufkin marching band did uh, military marches, and the McKinney North band did a, a beautiful halftime show. We actually went to see the halftime show, and the football game broke out, and it was a good one. Uh, let's see, Russ and College Station coming to you in just a moment. Stay with me, if you will, please. I need to tell you right now about my uh, book once again, because this is, uh, this is probably the last ad. In fact, I guess it is the last ad that I'll do on this program for my book at 3295. This is the fifth printing of my book. Only a few hundred, about 250 or 300. I, I didn't count them, but it's in that range. Uh, books remain at 3295. I set these aside. They're the fifth printing. And I said, I'm going to sell them at 3295. I want to get them all sold 
before I, uh, before I uh, bring in any of the six printing books. I have not asked for them to be delivered yet. It covers all, and it, it will have two paragraphs that will be different. Uh, it will be for the first time any mention of the great cold spell of 2006, of 2021, uh, February. Uh, this book, the fifth printing, does not mention that, but it just mentions. That's all. There's no no great uh, uh, information beyond that, so it's not like you're missing anything by getting this fifth printing. Thirty two ninety five. This book has three hundred forty four pages, eight hundred forty of my best photos, more than twenty five multi page charts. This book is packed with information. Uh, Eleven chapters that cover everything in full detail of landscaping, lawns, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. It comes with my guarantee to you that you will uh, be very satisfied with the book or I'll refund every penny you spend on it. No questions asked. I've said that from day one with this book, and I've not been asked yet to refund a penny on this book. People seem very satisfied with it. Chapter 2 is a big part of that because it's a 48-page chapter of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray every plant in your landscape and garden. That schedule of pre-emergent weed killers is in Chapter 2, for example. So you'll never have to ask, Neil, when should I do this or that? It's all in the book. But it's only thirty-two ninety-five for a hardback printed in Texas. That's a real deal. Price will go up when I run out of, of these copies, so order right away. There are two ways you can order. The book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. You'll be getting a signed copy. I'll be signing tonight, tomorrow night, and Monday. The uh, two ways you can order, the better way, the really better way, is to order on my website because that way you know you have it. That's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Any order placed there, I will promise you I will fulfill. Uh, if you if you wait and call Monday, you can probably still get one Monday. That's at 800-752-GROW. The office will open shortly after 9 o'clock. 800-752-4769. But there is the chance that you won't have a book left if you wait too long. So that's neilsperry.com is the better way. Order it right away. More after these messages. Thank you, Kelly, very much. And without ado, we go to Russ in College Station. Russ, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. You're looking good today. Well, doing our thing, trying our best. How can I <laughs> hey, help you? you des- what you describe with the pecans, I've got in my crepe myrtles. Is it's it a different aphid. Yeah, it's a different uh, I, aphid, I, I, but yeah, it's doing I mean, the same thing. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I come out, I turn the windshield wipers on. It, it sounds like I'm going over a 30 grade sandpaper. Yeah, yeah. It and and it is sticky. If you go through a car wash, it'll clean them up, and then you go home and you think, well, I'll just park a little farther away, and it blows onto the car anyway. I, I, I feel your pain. We've been parking up our hill. And I decide, you know what? That's too close to the crepe myrtle. Now I'm having the same problem. So, um, yeah, we're, that, we're that too Waco. will go ahead. I, I'm sorry, we were in Waco yesterday, and it's the same thing there. All I saw was dead crepe myrtles everywhere. Well, that's from the cold. That's from that's from February of 2021. They haven't trimmed them back. They should have, and they would have had nice right. plants back. But um, the crepe myrtle aphids have been with us uh, a long time. And uh, they normally are, this is just, 
everything converged in the in the right uh, in the right way for these aphids to proliferate this year. I've done a little reading, not a lot. I'm not an entomologist, but we had the rains about a month ago, six weeks ago, and and we got a, a little bit of new growth, and it gave these insects something to exist on. And all of a sudden, we had a lot of insects, and uh, and a lot of honeydew. Uh, odds are we'll have other years where we won't. It's 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 a cyclical thing where other years we won't have nearly as much of a problem. I haven't personally. I'm I'm involved with the Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney as a founding board member, and so I uh, I pay a lot of attention to crepe myrtles. And honestly, in McKinney, where we've planted about forty thousand crepe myrtles, we have not had as much. Uh, honeydew on the crepe myrtles by any measure as we have the pecans and not as much as we normally get on the crepe myrtles but we have had yeah, they've, not, they've yeah. completely dropped all the leaves on the oh, eight that we have on our property yeah well and um, I'll, I'll i'll tell you what you can do when that happens another year uh earlier in the in the season you can you can control those aphids pretty easily with a spray it, it they're they're susceptible to almost any insecticide you care to use if you that get at them in, question. yeah. If you get at them in in late July or August, you can uh, you can knock them off pretty easily. Uh, one thing that also would be of help uh, if you have any crepe myrtle bark scale, the white insect that is uh, a fairly recent newcomer as an insect pest on crepe myrtles, uh, looks like a big mealy bug on the stems. If you see that and have that problem, then you can get both of those under control by a mid-May application. I, I'm not mumbling when I tell you the name of the insecticide. It's a very common insecticide. It's imidacloprid. It's a systemic insecticide you put on as a soil drench in the middle of May, and it will it will actually prevent both the crepe myrtle bark scale and crepe myrtle aphids. It gets into, okay. the, into the twigs, the wood of the plants, and when these things start feeding on the plants, then they're uh, then they're they're gone. There are Good. people, Russ. There are people who will contend that that is a part of the bee colony collapse that has been pretty much refuted by professional entomologists. Oh. so don't okay, let anybody talk you out of that one. Anyway, yes, that's, I've told you more than I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your show. You are welcome. Thanks for the call. More than you know. Thank you. So I'll use the line twice in one sentence. All right, let me tell you about my website, folks. It is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. I am certainly not a vain person. This is the first time in my life I ever cared about how you spell my name, but you got to get it right to get to the right website. It's alphabetic order on those vowels, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. That is where you get that special offer that is going away almost immediately now in my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, at $32.95. Remember, that book is not in stores, not on Amazon. You get it there. That's also where you sign up for my electronic newsletter, eGardens. Only place in all the world, only way in all the world you can sign up for eGardens is right there on the website. It's also where you find my frequently asked questions, 1,001 uh, one of them. That was what we started with. It's up to about 1,030 now. Several others that have come up a lot of times. Um, that's also where you find archived information on St. Augustine Diagnostics and on Rose Rosette Virus and other things that have come up repeatedly. All of that information and a whole lot more at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L.
S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Why should you pay every month for a temporary storage facility when you can own your own genuine Mueller building? M-U-E-L-L-E-R. I always think it's a good idea to spell Mueller because you might not know. Mueller's backyard buildings are easy to assemble, they're affordable, and they offer a permanent storage solution right in your own backyard. Pay a little attention while you're out and about in Texas, also while you're watching television, at the really great looks of Mueller buildings. Oh my goodness, they're beautiful. With a variety of sizes available and more than 30 colors from which to choose, their backyard building kits complement any home or landscape. And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller's Standard Series buildings are ready to go to work for you. They're fabulous. And I've seen a a TV ad where they have an airplane hangar. Oh, my gosh, there's no limit to what they can do. From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can also visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Get a free customized building estimate. While you're there, click on the color selector tool to make choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. You can find out more about Mueller Steel Buildings and Metal Roofing by calling 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or again, visit them at MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. Mueller means steel buildings for permanent storage. I'll have more after this message. Thank you, Kelly. Let's go to Randy in Brenham as we have about a minute left in the program. Randy, how can I help you quickly? Uh, I have some knockout roses. The leaves seem to be dying on them, and the the rose bush itself dies. Uh, They start rusting on the tips and working up to the stem. Do you have any stems that are extraordinarily large and that have a lot of thorns on them? Uh. Yes, uh, they've been pruned back numerous times. No. So. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about, have you noticed that? Here's what I want you to do, because I have probably 15 or 20 photographs on my website. Please go to neilsperry.com and look at the information I have linked from my homepage uh, on rose rosette virus and see if those photographs match. They're all knockout roses in my photographs. And uh, it's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. And then see if those photographs match yours. Because what you're saying, and and knockouts are highly prone to rose rosette virus. It will cause the stems to be be very thorny. Uh, Some of the stems will be bull canes, very large. The flowers won't open properly. They'll be brown around the tips of the petals. The leaves will not open properly. They'll be singed. Uh, they will tend to have a reddish cast to the stems and to the leaves. But anyway, see if that's, that's a match. And all the information is there. You're probably going to have to dig them out, unfortunately. i got to uh, run. That's, that's no my... problem. Yeah, thank have you. Have a great weekend. Same to you. Jared Taylor, thank you, sir. I appreciate all of you as listeners. Happy gardening. <laughs> 